Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 275, recorded live on Sunday, September 30th, 2012. And here are your hosts, the man who I'm going to tell what time it is to, Dave Play. Hi. Dave, it's 8.04 p.m. my time. Andy Lowe, hi. Yes. Just saying that it's Sunday night at 8 o'clock. Yes. Normally I try to get this out on Monday. Yes. Well, you don't <laughs> work on Monday anymore anyway. Yeah. So you can still probably get it out Monday. I know, but this is like... <laughs> yeah, kind of last minute. <laughs> Slicing the... See, here's my, my alternate introduction, if you will. Okay. The man who is and has been home pretty much all day, Andy Lowe. Yes. And the man who started the day in Kentucky and is now in Madison and did not go in the air. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. So please, Andy, tell me what time it is. That's fine. (laughs) Because I started at uh, uh, around noon-ish, 1130-ish Eastern time and just got home not too long ago. Do you want me to tell you a story? Andy, we can try and one-up each other for the entire episode. Well, I will tell you a story about how the time I drove from... Ann Arbor to L.A.? No. Ann Arbor to Seattle? No. This was actually a time before I even had my driver's license. I was still on a learner's permit. How far did you drive? I drove... I think I started up north. No, because this was senior band camp. I do believe I left senior year band camp early. No, because I had my license then. Shoot, I don't remember this story anymore. But it, story the point the, is that I drove... Train of thought. Because <laughs> I'm yep. trying to remember the details, but they're not coming. Then, you know what, Andy? Let me just say, it doesn't matter what was going on before. All I know is the fact that I was somewhere at a summer camp or at a camp something. My parents picked me up, drove me home. I did laundry, went to bed, slept for about... Four hours, four five hours, got up that morning, and then drove from Celine Ann Arbor area to the bottom right corner of Tennessee. Okay. When I had my learner's permit. Okay. I drove that whole way without even an actual physical license. With your parents in the car, I yes. assume. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was dark by the time we finally got to where I was going. Yes. Yes, I it believe it's right over by Ducktown, Tennessee, if anybody actually wants to Google Maps that. Ducktown, Tennessee. They carry in that much. So anyway, I drove a lot today. I know that feeling. Laura drove a lot, actually. Uh, she did a couple hours in there, thankfully. And yes, Andy, I, I understand you're driving even more than that now every weekend. No, I'm actually not driving that far. No. The, um, well, it's only like... time. I mean, yours is a lot of start and stop. Yes. It's only about 44 miles total. But it's like eight hours. Yes. Of driving. Yes. How many books are you going to listen to? Um, well, since it doesn't have any sort of radio or anything... Are you allowed an iPod? I do not believe so. So you are... I thought that was... Is that against the law in Michigan or no? I don't think it's against the law in Michigan, but I'm not sure if there's any sort of federal yeah 
you you might want to investigate that or invest in a very small speaker system. There is a cigarette lighter in the postal so van. What Andy is is saying is against the law is not listening to music, which would be kind of ridiculous, but wearing headphones while yes. driving. I probably could bring a small because I know I've got portable speakers for that. I actually got a free speaker from Pringles because we bought four cans of Pringles at once. Okay. Because I had to, they were on sale. Got a couple in like a bag of crap once. The little tiny portable speakers. Yeah, battery powered. Well, this one, yeah, this one's battery powered as well. But um, it fits over the end of a Pringles can, so it uses the actual Pringles container as an amplifier. Yeah, awesome. So I could bring that and listen to it. Yeah. But right now, I'm more concentrated on getting the mail out. Yes. To where it needs to go. Come rain or snow or whatever. Yeah, from what I've learned, those postal vehicles suck in the snow. <laughs> like, oh, well, that'll be fun come, you know, well, let's see, it's the end of September, so next month. <laughs> yeah, just Google LLV, one word, and then fire. Wait, LLV, one word, do you mean just the three letters, LLV? Yes, the three letters, LLV. Say LLV, one word, it makes it sound like it would be E-L-E-L-V-E-E. Good point. Sorry, just LLV fire. There you go. Again, I'm not Googling that right now. But you'll see plenty of pictures of postal vans. Catching fire? Yes, most of the time it's in the snow. Um, Because the engine's working too hard or because they're idiots? Because they're rear-wheel drive, which you normally don't have that much in the back of a postal van. So there's no traction? Yeah. So it'll get stuck, and so people will go and try and rock it out. Yeah. Which um, will overheat the engine. Because they're idiots and don't understand how engines work? Yeah. Okay. And so they will catch fire. But I mean, to, not to do a disservice to our postal system, but, I mean, guys, there's the, the needle tachometer, the red area, right? That whole thing? Basic concept of physics, maybe? I don't think... It doesn't okay, have wait. It. I don't it think it actually has. I I'm not. I gotta double check this because I'm <laughs> taking this from memory. But I don't think it has a prominent temperature gauge. It has a really big speed speedometer, a really big fuel gauge that's the same size as the speedometer. Wow. So you know how many drops of gas are still in the damn thing? Basically, yeah. But even that gas gauge is but, but, uh, iffy. Yeah. Is that, like, actually super important, knowing how much fuel? Shouldn't it just be filled every time it returns to home base? No. No, because... Wouldn't that make more sense? Yes, it would. But that's not how it works. Okay. See, here are problems. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, so why well, get stuck in the winter? The front well, wheel... If you ever look at a postal van, yeah. the front wheels have a shorter wheelbase than the so, back wheels. So it can get closer to the mailbox. Yes. And also has a smaller turning radius. Right. But the problem is, in the snow... That's not good. The back wheels have to make their own path yep. through the snow. Yep. So they get stuck really easily. And yep. especially if you know you're, you're going down dirt road between farms, as I have to do on my route. Yep. Not sure if that road's going to get plowed. Nope. Have fun, Andy. Uh, time to invest in some shovels. I was told if I get stuck, mm-hmm. shut the thing off, yep. call the post office. Mm. There's an official towing company now that I have to call. So I actually, you know, I'm I mean, not allowed to be pulled out by anybody other than the official towing company. You could also just take two doormats with you. I've heard that those work fairly well. 
They do, but then sometimes the doormats don't grip, and then you get shot by doormats. If you're st- <laughs> no, don't stand behind it. But other, or you could be shooting doormats. Yes, but if you're stuck in the snow, you can look and be like, "Hey, you pedestrian who's standing behind my truck, move." I don't know, but I get paid anyway for it, even though I'm stuck. Okay, so yay, pay. Yeah, yeah. It was odd. I w- so I was at a wedding, which is why I was in Kentucky. Gotcha. And I was looking around. Two stories about this. First off, uh, the night before the wedding. Yes. You've had a wedding. You you understand this. I've been uh, the best man to several weddings. I understand this. For people who have not had those experiences, the night before the wedding is when things go wrong. Invariably. Every time. Something goes wrong somewhere. It is I'm trying to think if there's anything that has gone wrong on the night before our wedding. In yours? Yeah. If you know about it, it means you're, you're best man and, and matron of honor did a really good job. <laughs> I'm not sure about the matron of honor, but I know the best Kyle did pretty much jack. <laughs> we won't talk about that. Um, well, no, the day before my wedding, he calls me up and he's like, well, where are you? Oh, <laughs> at McDonald's. <laughs> the day before... Oh, God. See, the night before the wedding was the rehearsal dinner. Mm-hmm. And then we go and check into the hotel. Yep. And then Kate gets up in the morning and goes off and does her stuff. But we never thought about, what, what am you... I supposed to do? Well, the the ones I've been a part of, uh, generally, things were happening that early in the morning anyway. So but I anyway. Just, so... I sat around and they went to Pete's, went to McDonald's. It's one thirty in the morning. One thirty in the morning and I get a phone call on Laura's phone from Laura's sister, who's the bride, saying, hey, we've got a problem. Can you come down here? I'm going like, what the fuck? It's 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> What's going So I, I go down. They're all, you know, cheery. They're drinking. They're having fun. Uh, they're having a great time. And I walk into the room and like, hey, first words out of her mouth. You're younger than us. You'll know this. I'm like, Okay, probably not if it's something that you're depending on people being younger for. It's like, we have music on my laptop, music on the groom's laptop, and music on the best man's iPod, and we all want it in the same place. (laughs) Like, you are fucking kidding me, right? Uh, So... (laughs) That didn't happen because limited internet and a Mac and a PC and an iPod. Are there ways of doing it? Yes. Are they easy and fast? No. Was the simpler solution just to say, look, you have playlist one here, that's for the ceremony. Playlist two here, that's for dinner. Playlist three here, that's for dancing. Switch the fucking computers. Yeah. So it's like, okay, Windows, Mac, and then an iPod, which is probably not authored to the Mac Nope, nope, it was for a different Mac. Oh. Uh, so, as I'm walking out, I, I, it finally hits me, because, you know, it's just one thirty in the morning, it finally hits me as I'm walking out, I'm the same age as they are. <laughs> she was assuming I was Laura's age. And so I turned around, like, by the way, I'm 27, and I walked out. I'm like, come on. <laughs> really, guys? Really? So that was, that was uh, the excitement at the wedding. Yeah, I'm chatting with Kate right now during this. And trying to think of anything that went wrong? Yeah. I guarantee you something went wrong. No, we're, we're both sitting there going, uh... All right. It, it's entirely possible. Yeah. So anyway. Okay, so that was the first one. That was the first one. What was the second one? I don't even remember now. <laughs> what was that? No, no, no. I'm the one who's not supposed to remember, remember? Yeah, it, it, right, but... 
Uh, so there was the the age thing and the iPods and just that being ridiculous. And you drove down there from Wisconsin. Drove down from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Well, you would have had to drive at least to Chicago to take a flight. No. There's an airport here. It's the MSN airport. Is it that major of an airport, though? I mean, it's more regional than anything else, but it does have flights out to other places. Because there's an airport in Kalamazoo, but it has Chicago as the only destination. Yes. Yes. Uh, What's Louisville's airport? I don't know, but FedEx probably flies there a lot. Louisville International Airport, SDF. So if I search MSN to SDF. Madison to Louisville. Search. I don't know why I'm looking for this, but I just want to check if I could have flown uh, one that goes through O'Hare, one that goes through Cleveland, one that goes through Detroit. Yeah, they all have one stop. Although I'm willing to bet I could have done Milwaukee to Louisville. Ah, yeah. It's not all the way into Chicago, but that Milwaukee's got a bunch of stuff. Well, Milwaukee's a huge airport. Yeah. Oh, through Cleveland, through O'Hare, <laughs> through Denver, <laughs> CLT. Where the hell is CLT? Through Detroit, through Minneapolis, St. Paul. That's- what? That's in the wrong direction. Milwaukee. Fly to Minneapolis and then fly down to Louisville. Yeah, sometimes they they, they don't make any sense. Uh, well, because that's where the flights are. It makes yeah, that's, sense. It's the it's time just- I, I had to fly from Detroit to Kansas and I flew down to Atlanta. It would still take fly taking this Minneapolis St. Paul flight, I'd still get to Louisville in almost the time it would take to just to drive to Minneapolis. <sighs> but it, it's still a lot of traveling and that's not worth it. No. Especially stuck in that little tiny airplane seat. Yep. Teeny tiny airplane seats. Fast cosmic speed. Teeny <laughs> tiny living space. Really? You're going with an Aladdin reference? It was on TV last night. Oh, man. It's, okay. it's actually one of the few Disney movies that actually stands up to the test of time. Lion King. Most likely because it's Robin Williams. Lion King, Beauty and the Beast. I said one of the few. That's three. I think three classifies as a few. Let's see. What else were some of the good ones? Should we actually, you know, like go to Topics? This was decent. It wasn't great, but it was a decent movie, wasn't it? I don't. I stop paying attention to you, and I'm going to the topics now. Okay, because you know people are sitting here, not you know listening. For... I think it harkens back to the days of yore of RA podcast when this was the majority of the show. <laughs> Those what? were dark days in the past. It kind of talk the rest of the time. Indie Game Stand has uh, their new game up. Yeah, Space Chem. This is really good with the the four week period or four day period. It means that we can always announce what their game is. Not that they are paying us to do that, because they aren't, but I think it's something that's worth supporting. So, Space Chem. Uh, If you have not gotten Space Chem yet, I'm not sure what the hell is wrong with you. It's been on, like, four indie bundles. I haven't gotten it. You haven't gotten it? Nope. Well, if you go to Indie Game Stand, you can get it for a quarter. But I feel bad for doing that. Then get it for $10 and get Space Chem, uh, Escape Goat, and whatever the next one is. Oh, was the scapegoat the first one? Scapegoat was their first sale. Ah. Which, holy crap, that game looks hard. So what the heck is Space Chem? Eh, I've had it on Steam for a long time because I got it as part of one of the bundles. You know what I'm currently playing on Steam? What are you currently playing? I could check what you're currently playing on Steam. There are two things. One, Bookworm Adventures Deluxe. 
the I first s- one. I'm playing it over again. I, I did see you were playing that. I still need to go and get the second one. I got really good at Bookworm Adventures for a little while. And then what else are you playing? I spelled incompetent with Bookworm. I used up like almost all the tiles on the screen. Done. It's one of those things where like you see a part of a word and you put it up there and you see another part of the word and you throw it up there just to get them out of the way. And then you realize you have like an entire word. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What else have you been playing, Andy? Uh, I've been playing Siberia. Siberia. Yeah, it's a adventure game. Okay. Has a has a very I. You know what? I'll review it next week or next time. Yeah, it's my mine next week. Yes. Shit, it's mine next week. Yes. Okay. So um, let's start with Google. And their spring cleaning on September twenty eighth in the fall. Spring Didn't clean- they start they start their spring cleaning cleaning last fall. Maybe I mean they're just they they do this every so often. So Google is going through and looking at what services people are using and what people aren't and what's generating revenue and what's not and cutting things out and saying okay that's gone and that's gone and that's gone i mean they've got new things that are going to come down the pipe they have a finite amount of people working on these projects so what are they cutting out this time uh we'll start at the bottom of the link because the top two are the ones i'm really irked about okay um subscribed links they're just kind of getting thrown into normal google search results now so that's not needed uh side wiki I even forgot SideWiki existed. Right, so not worrying there. Yeah. Um, Google Notebook. Wait, which, which one are you looking at? I'm, are you looking at last fall, Andy? Oh, I am looking at last fall. Oopsies. Seem to think things that are gone a long time ago. <laughs> I seem to have accidentally clicked the uh, last fall link without realizing it. Well done, Andy. So plus one reports in the webmaster tools, which is uh, the Google plus how many people have clicked this button, when do they click it, how are they clicking it, things like that. Yeah. Places was an Android app to tell you what was around. Google Maps does that now, and Google Yelp. Field Trip, which we'll talk about next. Okay. Um, uh, Google in, Trip. And- yeah. In- insights for search. Yeah. So, okay. Don't care. Spreadsheet. Don't really. I mean, hmm. Add customized features to Google Spreadsheets. Don't we have two Google Spreadsheets up right now that use customized features at all, or no? Not gadgets, though. Okay. Are things that people program into them. We have macro stuff going on. Okay. Difference. Still a little... Uh, (laughs) Google News badges. Well, Picasso is getting thrown into Drive. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, Google News badges. Oh, darn, I can't get achievements for reading the news anymore. Yeah, uh... Okay, so the top two, Classic Plus and AdSense for, wait, AdSense for feeds. Yeah, okay, Classic Plus, first off, is that gives you the ability to put a background image as Google.com. So you don't have the classic white background with Google and the search. You can actually put your own image back there. Mm-hmm. They're shutting that off. Okay. I like that because I'm a fan of dark themes, like I have the dark Firefox theme, I have the dark Windows, well now I have a dark Windows 7 theme, but I had the dark Windows XP theme, which I think was called the Zune theme. Mm. I just have dark themes there. So when I go to Google in the morning, mm-hmm. and you just get hit with that bright white screen, it's blinding. You have flux, don't you? Yes, I know. But so still, it's a, I, you know, white is bright. Andy? Yes. You're not going to get me on this to, to support you on this one. I, I'm just saying that I like it with a dark background rather than a white background. 
So I picked a background image that was dark. Andy? Yes. You can get things that will invert the colors on your monitor. I know, but then that screws up everything else. I just put it on a key command. Or I could just have Google Classic Plus, which was a one-click solution that automatically just does Google. Yep. Too bad they're taking it away from you. I know, which is pissing me off. Okay. And then the top one, Google AdSense for feeds. Yes. Which it turns out we don't use, actually. <laughs> no. We could have, but we, we don't. We could have used. I, we could still use, in fact. <laughs> For a brief period of time. Yes. But no, it, it, not going to do that. You know, we still get donations every so often on that, that button, that PayPal button. I don't know this because I'm not privy to any of those. Uh, we, like every, every couple of months, there's like a little trickle that'll show up. So thanks, guys. Goes to help. But I, for in, in all seriousness, every single penny of that does go to pay for the uh, hosting costs. I did not pick a cheap host. Whose fault is that? My friggin' ethics, because I didn't want to be on GoDaddy. God, there are a lot of frickin' background images. Anyway, <laughs> Google Field Trip, Andy. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. But, no, okay, so this makes me a little leery because Google bought FeedBurner for an exorbitant amount of money, right? Yes. They seem to be slowly shutting down FeedBurner piece by piece. They just took basically the only thing that makes money at FeedBurner and they said, hey, we're going to get rid of this. Well, I mean, we'll see what they do with it. Is it going to suck if they completely get rid of it? Yes. Because how many people use FeedBurner as their RSS feed? I don't know. I think a majority of people who use RSS feeds. Use FeedBurner? I mean, it's so friggin' convenient. It does the validation. It does everything for you. I know. So if they shut that down, there's going to be a lot of people. If they shut it down, it means there's a market out there. (laughs) Actually, if they shut it down, it means there isn't a market out there. So stay the hell away from it. (laughs) Speaking of which, remember my, my advice of like, oh, that sounds like it might be a good time to buy yeah, GameStop is down to $21. <laughs> so last week would have been, what, the 21st, where it was like up. It was around 22 bucks, 23 bucks, And we're like, oh, it took a big hit. And now it's, yeah. Now Facebook it's is at $21. Really? Wait, my GameStop shares are worth the same as Facebook share? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I just typed into Google ZNGA. Yeah, it's Zynga's, right? Yeah. How bad are they? $2.84. Yeah, but I mean, what were they? I mean, at their prime. Let's see what the 52-week high was. $15.91. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, oh, yeah, July was a really bad month for them. <laughs> wow. Uh, everything since March has actually been a really bad month for them. <laughs> yep. Okay. That that's just kind of like an ouch. Apple has dropped like a stone. <laughs> it hit seven hundred dollars. Everyone sell. It's probably because their uh, Google or not their Apple Maps yeah, gave I, them the directions to sell because <laughs> they all thought we they were uh, in Norway. Right. It's a bad sign when the CEO of Apple comes out and says, we, "Yeah, we messed up on that." Yep. Oops. So, Google Field Trip. Yeah. So, normally, you use Google as sort of a pull of information. Like, you go to Google, 
You search something and then you pull information from it, right? Okay, yeah. Like you on Google Maps, you want to pull the information about some location from Google Maps, right? It's a, it's, a, it's a lot of pulling. You're going out there, you're going to Google pulling information. Okay. It's now, device. What? It you use Google to consume information. Yes. Okay. But it's on your choosing. You go out, you find the information that you want and you pull it okay. back to you. Okay. Google Field Trip flips it around. You turn on Google Field Trip and depending on how much information you'd say that you want, yeah. it will just start spewing Wait, but Andy, how is that different? How is that different? I'm I'm still going to the device. I have to activate Field Trip. Yes. And say, "Tell me about what's around here." But if you keep it on, it will always tell you what's around you at all times. Then press the back button and turn it off. <laughs> You're still going to Google for information. I I failed to see kind of what's different. You're not choosing what information you're getting. You go to Google Maps and you say, hey, I want to find a pizza place. It will show you pizza places. Are you doing that in the field trip settings? No. I think I'm going to go and activate field trip. I am installing it right now. Oh, you're going to install it right now and see what's interesting around you right now? Yep. It is reported as installed on the Google Play Store. It has not been installed on my phone yet. Why don't you just download it from your phone? Because the... Shush! (laughs) If you have your phone next to you, why did you go online? Because there were links online. I didn't have to type anything. (laughs) So instead you have to wait for your phone to... Recognize that it's supposed to download something, yes. So in this Wired review, he was talking about how he was um, right. just through New yeah. York City. Or, okay. And it said, hey, there's an interesting rock show happening tonight at Hotel Utah Saloon. Jack London's birthplace is a block in the other direction. The restaurant across the street has awesome Mongolian cheesesteaks. But then also, the field trip's lead item was a news story about Reddit users' plan to buy a tropical island because Reddit's office is 100 feet down the hall from his Wi-Fi router. Well, it's not going to be perfect. At least it's not as bad as Siri. Nestled between the restaurant and nightclub was an item detailing the history of San Francisco's original F streetcar line, which was discontinued in 1951. Okay, that is pretty just ridiculous. So, you get interesting things about you. Hey, there's a, ni- there's a cool Italian place down on block. But you also get garbage. Yeah. And not only that, um, think of, hey, you're just walking down the street, you know, because you're new in town. And you get bombarded with ads from local businesses saying, hey, come in here, 20% off. I mean, at the same time... Sometimes, yes, you'd want to just be walking down the street. It's an invasion of privacy there. But at the same time, if they are ads that are things that I might be interested in, you know, pull out my phone, I was like, I've got five minutes to kill. What's nearby? Or, hey, I'm in the mall. I wonder if there's a deal going on somewhere. I, I just, I don't like it. You don't need to like it. Well, and also, I'm not going to use it because I am one of those who, for some crazy odd reason, doesn't have a data plan. Yeah, you guys are weird. Um, I'm saving, what, 30 bucks a month? Yeah, I, I know. You're Granted, still- I just actually had to buy a second phone on AT&T, which costs me about $8 a month mm-hmm. in order to have service while I'm working. Yep. Stupid T-Mobile AT&T. Well... You know, at, at the same time... Okay, okay. So, We've had this argument. We, we, this is not a good argument to have right now. Why not? Because it's pointless to have this argument right now, because we've had it ten times. All right, let me just point out this then. 
Verizon, AT&T, they're wanting to drop the unlimited data plans on their phones, right? They do. You turn on Google Field Trip, you can't really control how much data you're going to be pulling down. I mean, I guess, I guess you could you can turn... Actually, so there, there are ways to limit certain apps and grant them access or deny them access to your data plan. But if you deny data plan for Field Trip... You're kind of defeating the whole point of field trip. Yes, which is why I tell you that you can just turn it off. <laughs> well, yeah, I would turn it off randomly too. So, I, like, it's it's not. This is not something I would put as an always on. This is something I would use as, hey, what's near me? Turn it on. Oh, cool. Turn it off. I don't leave Yelp on all the time. I don't leave Twitter on all the time. God, if I left Twitter on all the time, shit on all the time. I need, I need to go and edit my Twitter feed. There's just so much going on there, and it's like, how do I... I don't even remember. I must have followed all these people at some point. <laughs> I was like, who are these people on my list? Okay, like Oz K. Fedrotsky, yes. I remember why. Oz. I miss Oz. I wonder how Oz is doing. Well, let's see. I miss a lot of people from PAX and the PAX channels. <laughs> Missed most of packs and didn't see JS Joust. So why are you fools taking controllers outside? You don't even have a TV out there. <laughs> no, for the unaware or poorly informed, that previous tweet was sarcasm. I want to play Joust, having watched the videos. Which Joust? The JS Joust, the PAX 10 game. Uh, I missed that. Okay, let me just put it remotely. You have um, PlayStation Move controllers. Okay. Yes, I do recall hearing about this then. I looked and the goal is to make the other opponent move with a, a violent action. Yes. Move like, move quick. the remote quickly while yours stands still. So it's a lot of motion control. Right. But then there's also, they added another mode at PAX, which was, um, they had a team mode. So it would be like a team of people versus another team of people rather than just one-on-one. Um, but they added a mysterious third team. So there was actually... Um, if your controller vibrated at the beginning of the game, you were actually not on that team. You were on your own team. Okay. So it was kind of like a terrorist amongst the people sort of thing. Mm, clever. I know. I really want to try that game, but he's out in freaking Scandinavia. And we don't have the equipment. No, no, we don't. So Andy, <laughs> what I need you to do. <laughs> I'm not going to Scandinavia. I was just going to say go buy some uh, PlayStation Move controllers, but okay. <laughs> Scandinavia, too. That would work. You, you know, you've wanted to go back there for years. I suppose. Not going to go there now. No. So speaking of motion controllers, the video I saw, completely independent of Dave, and was actually going to post this as well because I thought it was pretty cool. Somebody at MIT created an indoor mapping system that uses Connect, Connect and Lasers. To map out and build a floor design just by walking around, which is really, really cool. Also really cool, kind of the, the potential of this and where it could go. So the, the system basically, I mean, as I understand it, it reads the room using the connect and it builds a floor map based on what it sees and where the lasers are and things like that. Um, so you can, I mean, you can actually develop a floor plan. Well, it's Connect, and they use a laser range finder, which has a 270-degree arc, which I, you could probably just do that just with the range finder. 
I'm guessing the Kinect has some sort of internal motion sensor or something. I mean, the Kinect is to identify like where the walls are and where everything is, what is there. Ah, the Kinect's camera is also used to determine whether a user has already been in a certain location. Aha, so it saves it. Yeah, okay. Uh, so the, the kind of cool use I see of this is, and I, I think they mention it about like first responders, Yeah. of you're in a building and if you have multiple of these devices that are networked and can provide a real-time I am here, you could actually have a map similar to like what you see in video games and first-person shooters. I just love how also it can tell when you're going upstairs and then we'll start a new map. Cool. I also love, if you're watching the video, there's sometimes where it thinks the wall is at a certain angle, but it gets enough data that it actually error corrects the wall to the right location. Mm-hmm. I found that really, really neat. I also found it really sad that if you look at this ga- this day in Engadget in 2010, T-Mobile G2 gets an early unboxing. Your phone is a year old? No, two years old. Yep. Right. We're in 2012. Wednesday next week is when it first came out. Bwahaha. Uh, achievements. Achievements are actually theoretically worth something now. <laughs> Rather than just how big is my e-peen. Now, so I, I'm looking at this. Okay, so Microsoft is starting to have like a rewards program. Well, they had the Microsoft. Having, yeah, I know, but for, for having gamer scores. Oh, yeah. Before it was just, hey, take a survey or do stuff on Xbox Live and you'll get Xbox Live Search points. Um, but the the achievement awards are a little. I don't know what I think about this. I don't think we're. I don't think we need to go into the details about them. But Andy, what's your what's your general take on this? I think There's, it's just. It, I, I should it, say there is a link if you would like the actual specific details. Basically, the higher the gamer score, the more rewards and discounts you would get off of Xbox Live. Yeah. I don't really buy much on Xbox Live. Heck, I don't even use Xbox Live all that much. I'm trying to think, the last time I played a multiplayer game, I think was when Assassin's Creed Brotherhood was out. Yeah, it was Brotherhood. So that was, what, last year? Two years ago, because Revelations was... No, Revelation was this year? Revelation oh, yeah, Reve- year? that's what I meant, Revelations. Okay. I think Revelations was the last time I used the Xbox Live multiplayer. Yeah, no. Tiger Woods Golf. I played golf online. Okay. Side note, when you give people an unlimited character creator, you get some crazy-ass shit. I played golf with people who looked like they might be bedridden. (laughs) And they would have bright orange mohawks. I'm just looking at them going, no. No. (sighs) Granted, I think, what is my uh, gamer score? I don't know. I'm trying to log in right now and find out. But because this is the first time I've logged in in Wisconsin, Microsoft is saying, I think someone else is trying to use your account. Well, I have 380 gamer points from the Xbox reward stuff. That's awesome. I didn't yeah, do I have anything. I 500 gamer points right now. I didn't do any of those. That's so cool. I am a legend. Okay. You are a legend. Yes. Whoa. 25,000 plus. Yep. Andy, you're top tier. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at me. What top am I? tier. I pwn with the best of them, yo. Where, where, where am I? Who the hell is my stuff? I'm, oh, if you go to Xbox Live Rewards, my extras. My extras. Oh, my and, achievements. Yeah. Hey, look at that. Yeah, it's kind of buried in there, which is a little weird. Yeah, I'm 38,561 gamer points. 
Uh, looks like I'm just a champion. I get a birthday gift, which I now have to wait 11 months. Oh. So yeah, I could get a 2% rebate on my Xbox Live Marketplace purchases every month. Freaking live.xbox. Why on the, the rewards doesn't it say my gamer score? <laughs> Sign in. I don't know. Okay, but so anyway, regardless of all of that, coming back to this of like, why are they doing this? I don't know. How, you know, what do you think about it? I have 18,000 gamer score, by the way. Mm. <sighs> gamer scores to me were always like the OCD sort of guys. Yes, which is why it fit you so. I mean, um,. Well, no, it makes sense. Yes, there is a point of me that has a bit of OCD, mm-hmm. which is funny when you look by my computer and see the chaos that is in front of it. <laughs> I don't know. There's just some things I'm a stickler about, hence doing the mail. There's a set order. and you, I got to just train my brain to not doubt myself. It'll go much faster. So, I, yeah, I don't know. They're trying it out. It, you'll get, what, 2% back? I, I don't buy enough on Xbox Live to really make that worth, worth it. Worth anything. Yeah. Granted, the way DLC is going now, who knows? But I highly doubt I'm going to really, really buy anything. I mean, you, you have Steam is what it really comes down to. Yes, but I have a laptop that can't play most games. Oh, well, that's unfortunate for you. But I have quite a back catalog that I'm just working my way through. I'm pleased. I have no problem playing a game. Let's see. How old is Siberia? Couldn't tell you. Siberia came out in 2002. You still haven't picked up FTL. No, no, I have not. I'm playing a 10-year-old game and enjoying it. I hate Momo, which anybody who's played Siberia knows what I'm talking about. And for everyone else, too bad. Yeah. Luckily, I'm already past him. Thank God. Momo sad. Momo sad. Yeah. I've read Slick episode two. What? Oops, nothing. I'm looking at my list of games like, I have that. <laughs> I have Amnesia. I haven't played that. I have, <laughs> I have Amnesia too. I played it for the potato. Ah, Reckless Disregard. I've played that a couple. I'm, maybe I'll install that one. That would actually run pretty well on this machine. There's a lot of games I actually just removed from my library. Yeah? Yeah. Like, just deleted them, since you don't play them? Yeah, like Amnesia I removed, um, Cogs I removed, because I finished that. Mm-hmm. I still have all the counter- I removed all the Counter-Strikes. I've got Defcon, Defense Grid, I removed Dwarves. Dwarves! Yeah. I still have Poker Knight on the in- at the inventory on there, I don't know why. Do you play it? Not really. Hmm. I played it to get so- the, the handouts, <laughs> but that's about it. So here's the real interesting thing. If this takes off, this idea of giving points for the gamer score, what happens on Steam? First off, they'd have to kind of standardize the achievements because some games have a lot of achievements. Other games have very few achievements. And um, I can tell you for a fact that with the uh, while doing the, the Great Potato Hunt... Yeah, um, some achievements are impossible. Well, some achievements were automatically unlocked just by importing a different save file from somebody else. <gasps> oh, well, that's not so good. I did not have to do that, but some of them... That's not uh, so There good. was ones I actually helped out with, with uh, COGS, because some people were like, I can't figure out this puzzle. I'm like, oh, come on, it's just a slidey puzzle. You can figure this out. Ooh, slidey puzzles. But some people can figure it out, so they posted it on there. And they're like, just to warn you, this is going to unlock almost every single achievement in the game. (laughs) 
So if you were hoping to do that on your own, too bad. Yeah. Which you can I can't really do on an Xbox, but with the openness of PC... It's really funny. You can just by looking at the achievements I have in Team Fortress 2, you can see the spurts I play the game in. <laughs> Do I even have any achievements in Team Fortress 2? I'm sure you have a ton. Iron Curtain, take a thousand points of damage in a single life. Doctor! I have 19 achievements. Yep. Okay. Anyway, back to topics. Yes. Keep getting pulled off. Uh, StarCraft. Going free-to-play. No, it's not going to free-to-play. They have talked about it, and they are considering free-to-play for multiplayer only. Oh, so you'll still have to buy the game? Well, there are issues. If you want to play (laughs) single-player, you'd have to play the game. You'd have to pay, Andy. Yes. But the the thing is, they don't know how to monetize it. What? No... If it's free-to-play, how do you monetize it? How do you (laughs) you, take an How do you monetize Twitter? Well, you put ads on it, but if you want to monetize an RTS, you know, the thing with MMOs to monetize it, you sell them better items. Okay, whatever. No one cares. You sell them more bank space. Okay, whatever. No one cares. You sell them pets. You sell them hats. What do you sell in a real-time strategy game? Skins? You certainly can't sell them units. You can't be like, oh, well, our subscribers get these really awesome production bonuses. I, I, uh... So they have thought about it. They have talked about it. I don't see it happening anytime soon. I'm also now reading the Kotaku point out that there's a limit of um, 30,000 Microsoft points refunded with that My Achievements thing, Mm -hmm. which he worked it out to be $18,750 worth of DLC. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. A lot of money. Okay. Uh, Moving on. Foxconn. There are riots. Well, there was a riot. There was a riot at a Foxconn facility. 2,000 people size riot. That's a lot of people. It might not have been about the iPhone, but everybody was, because everybody associates Foxconn with the iPhone. They're, they're Apple's primary um, source of stuff. <laughs> when asked by the New York Times, Apple sent all questions to Foxconn. <laughs> I just, not us. Not our fault. Talk to them. My guess is the people in China are finally realizing they're getting hosed. That's my guess. You mean we can make more than five cents an hour? What? That's crazy. Yep. Um, and our last bit of news. Dave, what would, I, what would you think of if you had, okay, just say you had Comcast cable. Yes, all right? which I used to, but go on. Okay. Let's just assume you still have Comcast cable. And you know they always have like movies on demand and sports pay-per-view and that sort of thing? Yes. What if you could buy... I'm trying to think of a video game that you want to play that's coming out soon. Some random video game that's coming yes. out soon. Let's just say there's some game that you want Assassin's to play. Assassin's Creed 3. Okay, Whatever. you want to play Assassin's Creed 3. It's coming out in November. Yeah, Half-Life 3. I mean, yeah. That would also be great if that came out in November. I, well, that I want to buy this, go on. Would you want to buy it through Comcast? What are my other choices? I don't know. But... AT&T, Verizon, Time Warner, Comcast, and Cox Communications are either in talks to deliver video games directly to the TV, or they are already in plans, like they're already laying the groundwork. So, on live. Yeah. Planning on doing cloud gaming services. So, I'd have to have a Comcast controller slash box slash if I ever leave Comcast, I'm going to lose my game? Probably, yes. I will buy the disc. Thank you very much. (laughs) There are no fewer than four GameStops in a 10-mile radius from my apartment. I will go and buy the game. 
this is assuming, uh, of course, Ubisoft never really works it out with Steam and puts... They did work it out, didn't they? Isn't Assassin's Creed available on Steam? I do believe so. Okay. And yes, for those of you who are commenting, but Dave, if you buy it on Steam and Valve shuts down or you leave Steam, you'll lose it forever. Yes, which is why I'm now tied forever and ever and ever to Valve. Which right now really isn't turning out to be that bad of a thing. No. Yes, if Steam ever disappears, everybody on the internet will be pissed. Gabe N dies, and they say, okay, company shut down. It was in his will. Bye, everyone. Well, what happens if they get bought by, uh, was it yeah. Dice or NCSoft or somebody was trying to buy NCSoft them? NCSoft was trying to buy Valve, was looking at buying Valve. <laughs> wow. No, no, no. The, the company that should buy Valve, although it would be a travesty for us, it would be a huge win for them. Microsoft. God, did you see the story about Windows 8? I mean, I've seen many stories about Windows 8. Something about Windows 8 being a closed platform? Yeah. A lot of people are not happy. Notch put out a uh, a statement saying something like, I'd rather see Minecraft die than uh, cave in to Windows 8 or something like that. Okay, so I'm looking at this. Going back to the cloud gaming through the cable company. And I'm sorry, but... This just seems like they're trying to heap a load of problems on a network that already isn't living up to its standards. Yeah, that's that's also true. Of like, <laughs> you guys are complaining about having too little bandwidth, and now you want to deliver games. By the way, uh, got this is Notch. Got an email from Microsoft wanting to help certify Minecraft for Windows 8, which would basically put it on the front page. It would put it on that Metro UI told them to stop trying to ruin the PC as an open platform. I'd rather see Minecraft not run on Windows 8 at all than play along. Maybe we can convince a few people not to switch to Windows 8 that way. I think everybody's not going to switch to Windows 8. It's not, yeah. This is not a good thing right now. Uh, the thing is, I see this happening with every Microsoft release. Everyone's like, oh, it's going to be terrible. Oh, it's going to be so bad. It happened with Vista, too. It's going to be awful. And then it comes out, and it's, you know, it's mediocre. It's not great. It's not fantastic. And then they patch it, and then they patch it, and then it's usable. It's fine. But because of those first months of that first year of everyone going like, it was so bad, it never makes up for it. If you go around now and ask people what they think of Vista, they'll tell you it's terrible. <laughs> and you'll be like, um... What do you think of Windows 7? 7. I mean, like, really? Really? That much difference between the two of them? Uh, Not that. Yeah. Field Trip isn't installing, by the way. (laughs) There it goes. It's like, have you tried downloading it from your phone? Yes, I I did, and it wouldn't work. Now Now it does. Now it's installed. Field Trip has been installed. Open Field Trip. Ah, aha. In the setup, how often do you want to get notified? Oh. Explore, which is a frequent notification, feeling lucky, or off. (laughs) You can change the setting later at any time. Well, those are very descriptive settings. Off, some, or all. Right. (laughs) You know, like, they'd be great as like, hey... Would you like to just hear about restaurants? Would you like to hear just about things within two miles of you? You mean like the nearby? Yeah. Which is what it does. Also, select your interests. Does the nearby give you a mile radius, though? Uh, Not that I can see. Also, I also know that you can upvote and downvote what you actually are given. So if you're given crap, you can downvote it. Yeah, so... And tune the system to your liking. 
Oh, look at this. Select feeds. Thrillist, Forkful, Zagat, Food Network, Eater. Cool and unique. Yeah, it's just an aggregator, Andy, that's location aware. It just freaks me out a bit. I probably don't need Chicago architecture or San Francisco's architecture. No, neither you probably don't. I'm just going to turn off all architecture. <laughs> don't need historic Detroit. <laughs> don't need historic spots in California. Historic Detroit. There used to be a building here. <laughs> It'd be really nice, actually, if this all started off and you opted in. Rather than opt into everything and then just downvote it as it shows up. Everything's in by default, and you disable, you opt out. Oh. Everything is by default selected. Now, see, I don't need New York City, L.A., San Francisco, Chicago, Miami. I am not living in the West. Okay, you know what? This is going away. <laughs> this is clearly for people living in major cities. But I, I stand by my ground of it has options for how often you want to use it. It has options to filter. I think you're being overly critical and ridiculous. And it's your turn to review something. Yes. I'm going to review Batman Animated. <gasps> what are you doing? It's the opening theme, isn't it? No, no, that's Batman the Animated Series. Wait, there's a difference between Batman Animated and the Animated Series. Yes. What the hell is Batman Animated? Batman Animated? Because when I type in Batman Animated to Google... Batman, the animated series, Wikipedia. List of Batman animated episodes, Batman animated, Wikipedia. Okay, so there's a difference. Yes. On the side where it's got the really cool stuff, Batman, the animated series, cast, Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill, Lauren Lester, Bob Hastings. Are you done yet? No. Yes. You sure? Batman animated. What the fuck is Batman animated? It's always Batman. garbage animated cartoon, uh, animated comics. What? Is it one of the garbage animated comic things? No, no. What it is. Do you, do you know who Paul Dini is? Give me five seconds with Wikipedia. Paul D-I-N-I. I, I Paul Dini? No, I don't know actually how to pronounce his name. I've seen it written many, many times. Dini. Uh, he worked on Tiny Toons. He worked on Batman the Animated Series. He, he was on- one of the founders okay. of Batman the Animated Series. Okay. He wrote a coffee table book. Oh, called Batman Animated. Yes. Basically, a beautifully done book about the creation of Batman the Animated Series and the follow-up, the adventures of Batman and Robin and Batman Beyond and all the other, basically the evolution of those DC animated Warner Brothers shows. Speaking of those shows, the I, I was just kind of scrolling down the list of links. Batman the Animated Series, watch full episodes. I already have, because we have, well, we don't technically have the DVDs at the moment. Brendan is borrowing them. Brothers. Like, official, you can go online and watch Batman the Animated Series. Oh, so, Paul, and this other guy named Chip Kid, which sounds like such a superhero sidekick name. Chip Kid, nice. Okay. Did a, it's a coffee table book, so we're talking, like, large size. Yes. Pretty pictures. Lots of pretty pictures, especially because it's from Batman the Animated Series. And there's also, like, storyboards and concept arts and really cool looking books yeah storyboards cardboard uh, collectibles comic covers it has a whole bunch of the opening credit scenes just it's all about batman the animated series and i know that you know we're not kids anymore and we're living in places that have coffee tables so you bought yourself a coffee table book 
Yes, granted, it's not on the coffee table because our coffee table um, is a footrest and is covered with yarn. <laughs> I have a coffee table. I do not use it for coffee table books. No, but this is, I think, an awesome coffee table book. It's it's something that is both childish because it's Batman the Animated Series. It's 1990s, wanted to go home as soon as possible so I could watch this on the WB. Saturday mornings, got up early so I could watch it on the WB. Yet done very artfully and well done in an adult manner. So it's Batman animated. Coffee table book. I think it's under 20 bucks now on Amazon. Let me double check this. That would be kind of cool. Batman animated. Yeah, the paperback version is 1979. Oh, but if it's a coffee table book, you want the hardcover. Come on. You want the hardcover for $119? Holy shit! How much? $119 right now for the hardcover. Does it come with Kevin Conroy? <laughs> you could probably buy it used for 50 No. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Yes, it originally ha- came out as a hardcover coffee table book. But this was originally released in, what, 2000? When was this book first released? Uh, October 1998. So, yes, it was originally a hardcover. But I got the paperback version, and the paperback version was... When was the paperback version? Where is the frickin' page that gives me all that stuff? It looks like the paperback version was also released in 1998 as well. So, it's not new, but... It's definitely something that somebody could look at and go, oh, yeah, I remember that. It's full of pretty pictures, so even if you're not a comic fan, you can still get into it. Plus, it gives you behind the scenes of what it was like getting, you know, Luke Skywalker to be the Joker. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Not Luke. In fact, I've, I've watched interviews about him as far as Batman. Yeah. Evidently, the animators would every so often come in and watch him voice act so that they knew how to draw the Joker. (laughs) Because as he's doing the voice acting, he's doing these motions, he's making the right faces. So uh, I think it does him a disservice to refer to him as Luke Skywalker doing Joker. All right. My apologies to Mark Hamill. I, I think he actually should be known more for his role as the Joker. It Yeah, it was... I, you know... As as good a role as uh, a portrayal, not a role, as good a portrayal as, as Heath Ledger did, I think Mark Hamill and Jack Nicholson are still better Jokers. I'm trying to see where in this book, it also said that he was not actually the first choice. Mark the Hamill? Joker. Not surprised. I mean, really, would you think of Mark Hamill? I mean, now you would, but back then. I think it was uh, Tim, not Tim, was it Tim Burns? No. God, I can't remember who it was. It was... Okay, the butler from Clue. Let it go. Let it. Tim Curry. Yes, Tim Curry was actually the original Joker on the okay. animated series. That would be weird. I know. Yeah, wrap your head around that one. Right. So anyway, twenty bucks for the paperback version, coffee table book. I've already got it. I I own it. So that's my recommendation. I own okay. it. I have it's read it from cover to cover. So random topic. Yes. Yes. I rolled ahead of time. How much are you willing to pay for a text message? How much did you pay for a text message on average for the last month? Do you have text messages separately from your plan or your text messages wrapped into everything? I have, well, so I had T-Mobile where I had the 300 text messages a month. I now have Sprint where I have unlimited text messages. It's funny that Kate and I both pay the same amount for text messages, but she has... 400 a month. I have 300 a month. Why? 
because we both had the four hundred dollars a month. I think it's for like five dollars right now. I'm oh, T-Mobile just redid their web page. Oh. <laughs> Shows how often I've been here. Um, I was going to PAX, and I didn't want to roll over my text messages like I did the last time I went to PAX, so I signed up for the data plan. Well, the data plan included text messages. The lady's like, all right, we'll cancel your text messages, give you the data plan, and then once you're done, you can cancel the data plan and get your text messages back. Yeah, she didn't tell me, though, that you. they had changed their pricing on their text messages. So instead of 400 for $5, I got 300, 300 for $5. Yeah, it's the plan I had. But Kate still hasn't changed her plan, so she still has 400 text messages. Why don't you guys have a family plan? <laughs> we do have a family plan, but text messages are... Our plan is so old, they don't offer it anymore. Well, I mean, I had the G1 plan, so yes, our, I understand what, what that's like. Our plan is the cheapest plan that you could have gotten. They, they don't even offer it anymore. That's how cheap it was. We get like 500 minutes... A month, not uh, unlimited nights and weekends, unlimited mobile-to-mobile, which for us in college was a godsend. But yeah, they don't offer our plan anymore. And every single time I've logged on to those websites that say, hey, we'll try and find a cheaper... Uh, they can't. Yeah, they can't. So we haven't changed our plan at all. And I, for some reason, can't log into my T-Mobile. Go freaking A. Oh, no. Yes, I know what my phone number is. Password. All right, let's try this password. Your account has been locked. What? <laughs> what? Oh, I think that's a good way to end the episode. <laughs> I'm just saying that we barely use, I think, I think last month I did, uh, I don't have my, my phones in the other room, so I can't even go there. But I swear, I don't even use 100 text messages a month. So let's see, $5 a month. Oh, voice. So I really don't use any text messages a month. Do you actually send text messages still? Yeah, it's, from it's time part- to time, but it's through Google Voice. It's much easier to type it on a computer than to type it on the damn phone. But if you had a phone, if you were on your phone, you went through Google Voice on your phone? Most of the time, yeah. Even if you're texting somebody who doesn't have Google Voice? Yeah, because it goes to their phone number. It's a text message. And you're, oh, because it's part of your data plan. So right. You know. <laughs> hmm. If I don't have the data connection, can't send a text anyway. <laughs> so I want to know how many dollars per text. So $5, and we'll say I do about 80 texts a month on a good day. Six cents, uh, 6.25 cents per text. My new phone, the one that I'm paying as you go, $8 mm-hmm. a month. Yep. Um, each text costs 20 cents for that, which I still find ridiculous that they're charging you that much. Well, granted, now they're not because they're just throwing it as an unlimited plan with everything. But before, it's ridiculous because the text messages don't really cost the phone company any data usage because they were that's why they're so small that's why they're only what 160 characters mm-hmm. is they piggyback on data that's already going to and from the phone right yet they're able to charge 20 cents a text message or in my case paying six cents a text message i mean andy you're getting screwed what do you want <laughs> <laughs> i want it not to hurt we've, we've talked about it. use lube I also have now have to some point have to reset my password. Yes. Which is probably going to send a text and message to my phone. Yeah. At least you don't get charged for that one. <laughs> well, that'd be horrible. Get charged a text message towards yeah. your phone in order to reset your password. Yep. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. And Andy, good luck getting this out in the next three hours. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. 
If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.